Good morning, everyone. My name is Mike Metzger. I would like to welcome each and every one of you to home church this morning. Uh, I would also like to welcome all of our guests that have joined us uh, on our live stream through YouTube or anybody that's tuned in on our podcast. Good morning, folks. We are so glad that you decided to join us and uh, welcome to home church. So, church, before we get started this morning, um, I would like to ask for any of our veterans that are here with us this morning, would you please stand up? So, we would like to thank each of you for your service, for your sacrifice. Please know that this morning we honor not only you, but also your families as well. So thank you very much. All right. Well, we have a very packed schedule again this morning. We've got a lot going on here at Home Church. So we are going to go ahead and get started this morning, jumping right into things. So I see a lot of kids here with me this morning. So kids, if you guys want to go ahead and make your way up front, go ahead and join me right up here. And church, if you would, welcome Miss Anita for our children's story time. Morning, everybody. And morning to our veterans. I'm married to a veteran, and I'm very, very proud of all that our veterans have done. Okay, kids, guess what we're going to talk about today? Germs. I even brought a germ with me. Ooh, I'm sorry. We have to live with germs every day. They are so very little, so very tiny that you can't even see them. You have to use a really strong microscope. This is a pretend germ, and I haven't named him yet. Germs are constantly attacking your body. Did you know that? Yeah. Okay. Shh. Thank you. Pretend we're in children's church and big church. Okay. You're out playing, and your nose runs, and you don't have a Kleenex. What do you do? The good old shirt thing, right? What happens if you're walking home and you see a mud puddle? Do you go around it? Do you go over it? Or better yet, do you go in it? That's the best way. You're all dirty. Then you get home and your dog in the backyard is so happy to see you. He jumps on top of you and slobbers you with kisses. Then you're happy to see mom and you give her a great big hug with all of the stuff on your sleeve and all the mud here and all the slobber there. Uh, germs every place. Washing your hands and taking a bath or shower will get rid of some of those germs. Then we might have allergies. That's germs that get into our body and then our body gets really, really confused. Some things that look harmless like cat hair, peanut butter, milk, eggs, even spring flowers. Our body tries to fight those off. We know we've got allergies when the itching eyes start and the runny noses come back. But thank goodness the scientists and the doctors have figured out little pills or maybe a shot to help us out with that. And we have another germ to deal with. His name is Satan. He's the devil. And that germ, it gets into our mind. It gets into our hearts. It may cause our lips to say something bad. It may cause our hands to push somebody over or to punch them out. And it may cause our legs to kick somebody. That's not a very good germ. And taking an allergy pill won't get rid of that germ and it won't make you feel any better. In the Bible, we read that God loved us so much that he sent his only son, Jesus, 
to die on the cross for our sins. The only way to get rid of those germy sins is by asking God to take them away. He will give us a clean mind and a clean heart, and he will help us sleep better at nighttime. He can help us deal with all those germy sins that we come in contact with. Washing your hands, taking a bath, or taking a shower won't help you forget about the bad word you said or about the candy bar you stole that day. It won't help at all. Only God can help you. And reading your Bible. Let God squish those sins away and make you the best you can be. Remember, God loves all of you. And second service, all I'm going to tell you second service is the number 12. Thank you, Miss Anita. Well, kids, I'm wondering what the number 12 is about, so you guys make sure that you come and join us during second service. Don't miss out on that. All right. Again, Miss Anita, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Uh, Church, I would now like to uh, welcome our youth leaders, uh, Mr. Matt and Miss Amanda Fries. They're going to give us a uh, report on the youth group this morning. Amanda had to come up for moral support. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, you guys probably know we did an Operation Christmas Child drop over the month of October. Nods, yeah. Uh, So I wanted to just give a quick update on that. Uh, When Amanda and I first talked about the idea of it, we were discussing it on a drive home. And she said, if we really work this, we might be able to get like 15, maybe even 20 boxes. And I was like, no way, our church is going to get 25, easy. So we bought 50, thinking that it would last us for a year and a half. Of those 50, six were unable to be used. We folded them. They didn't fold right. We filled the other 44. We used 100% of our boxes because of your generosity. Um, We ended up getting enough donations to put the $9 per box uh, through your tithes and offerings. So thank you so much for that. And Almost as oddly as filling exactly 44 boxes, when that's exactly how many we had. Of those 44, 22 were for males, 22 were for females. <laughs> Completely unplanned, but we have some pictures of the uh, youth group filling them as we spent an entire Thursday sorting through the things that you guys gave us and uh, filling them with boxes, filling them with notes, and putting uh, pictures of our youth group in them. So thank you so much. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Amanda. And uh, thank you, church, for your generosity and all of your donations. And uh, can we give a hand to our youth group as well for being so involved and doing such amazing work? All right, church. So just a couple of reminders of uh, some events that we have coming up here at Home Church. So first off, if you are interested in being baptized next Sunday during our celebration Sunday, uh, we would ask that you please talk to r- either Ricky or Miss Jeannie. So Miss Jeannie is standing up here in the red dress. Uh, you can talk to either one of them. Uh, they will be in the foyer in between services, or you can also call the church office for additional information. Our missions council is putting on a sock and beanie drive for those that are in need in our community. Uh, so there is a chest that is out in the foyer. So if you have donations, you can drop them off there. Uh, We are going to be having an I Will Be Home for Christmas brunch. It's going to be a potluck for all of the ladies and children on Saturday, December 11th. And that's going to be at 930 in the morning. So you can either sign up in the foyer or you can also call our church office for additional information. Church, I've got some exciting news for you. We have a Bible study that is going to be starting in December, 
And it is going to take place during second service in the history room. So Mike Machozik will be leading this Bible study. So if you guys have questions, want some additional information, we would encourage you to reach out directly to either Mike Machozik or, again, to contact the church office. Uh, for any of you who are involved in our Christmas play that we're going to be putting on this year, we do have practice again today in the gym immediately following second service. And uh, just as we did last week, we will be providing lunch as well. Uh, our membership class. So if you have been attending the church but are not yet a member and would like to make home church your home, we will be having our second membership class following second service today. Uh, if you have any questions, you can contact either uh, Jeannie Adams or Pastor Carlos for additional information. And again, because this is occurring right after second service, we will be providing lunch there as well. Guys, celebration service, celebration Sunday is happening next week. So we want to encourage everybody to come out and join us to celebrate. Uh, we're going to be taking in the new members who are attending these classes. We're going to be celebrating the baptisms and people that are dedicating and giving their lives to Christ. So you want to make sure that you don't miss out next week. So very important. Next week, because it is Celebration Sunday, there is only going to be one service. So one service, it is going to be at 10 a.m. So make sure that you mark that down and that you guys are here on time. All right. Church, we are ready to move into our time of giving and worship. So I would ask that you would bow your heads with me as we go ahead and pray this morning. Heavenly Father, we come to you humbly this morning as we collect our tithes. Lord, we know that everything that we have received has come directly from you, God, from your hands. God, you call us to be good stewards of our money, God, to manage and be caretakers of everything that you have trusted in us. Lord, I pray that you would help us to always make wise decisions. God, teach us how to, uh, to share generously, God. Lord, I would ask that you bless these offerings, bless these tithes, and use them to further the work of your kingdom, God. Lord, I pray these things in your mighty name. Amen. Amen. Let's all stand, church, this morning as we worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Thank you so very much, Mike. For that, can we give God a, a, a clap offering for what He's done in our youth? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. What a blessing it is to be part of a church that's that's a giving church. Amen. A church that's giving, and we just want to say we we we're so grateful to to have you here this morning. If you're visiting with us, we just want to say welcome to Home Church of the Nazarene. Amen. 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 Who's ready to worship Jesus? Yes. Yes. Sing out this song with me. Holy Spirit, guide my vision. Help me see the way you see. Always Jesus, ever Jesus. Christ in all is Christ in me. Holy Spirit, guide my speaking. Words of grace and truth abound. Let my lips be filled with stories of the mercies that I found. Let your voice be clear to me. 
joyful noise this morning. ready to trade their sorrows this morning. Amen. Amen. I'm trading my sorrows for the joy of the Lord.
Persecuted but not abandoned. Struck down but not destroyed. I'm blessed beyond the curse. For his promise will endure. And his joy is going to be my strength. with us as we pray and ask God to meet us here this morning. Amen. Lord, we ask you to make it real in our lives that we trade everything that is going on in our minds right now for the joy of the Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you provide everything we need. Thank you for the Holy Spirit who indwells this place. Come and indwell in us as well. Thank you, Lord, for this wonderful time of praising to you. And we pray that as Pastor comes to deliver the message that you've laid on his heart, that ears will be open and hearts will receive everything that the Spirit has given him to share with us this morning. We pray for his anointment. We pray, too, Lord, that you will empower him and give him boldness to preach to us. We thank you, Lord, and we praise your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Let's give the Lord a clap offering, amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, musicians. Thank you, singers. Appreciate you. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you so very much, Pastor Bar. Appreciate that. Hallelujah. What a beautiful day the Lord has made. Amen. I'm rejoicing, and I am glad in it. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, Jesus. It's so good to see uh, your faces this morning. Um, Bobby, it's good to see you. Sister, Diane, it's good to see you. Ken and Serge, it's so wonderful to see you. Gosh, we could be here all day. Um, can we just give the Lord a clap offering this morning for what he's doing in this place? Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you. God is so good. Um, and I, I just want to reiterate, uh, if you want to get baptized, um, if you want to get dunked, uh, and by the way, may I add, it's not cold weather either. Our, 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 our main man, Luke, uh, the man, the myth, the legend, uh, he, he, I don't know how he does it, but it's, it's, warm, it's warm water. It's like going in a jacuzzi. So if you want to go in the jacuzzi next Sunday, just let me know. And uh, amen. It doesn't hurt to get dunked twice, amen? And some of you, I think I'm going to hold down a little longer, but it's okay. We'll just, amen, amen. I was, I was uh, you know, before I even, before... Actually, no, I'm just going to share this right now. I read an interesting story, uh, an interesting story about a father. Any fathers in the place? Any fathers here? Amen. Okay. Uh, a very wealthy father took his son on a trip, 
onto the country road with the express purpose of showing his son how poor people live. The boy would spend a couple of days and nights on a farm with what would be considered a very poor family. And on the return trip afterwards, the father asked his son, how was the trip? And his son said, great, dad. The father said, did you see how poor people live? And the son said, yes. The father said, so tell me, son, what did you learn? The son said, well, dad, I learned we only have one dog and they have four. He said, our swimming pool reaches to the middle of our yard, but they have great lakes and rivers to swim in that have no end. We have lanterns to light our garden, but they have unlimited stars at night like I have never seen. The view from our patio only reaches to the front yard, but their view stretches far as the eye can see. I learned we have a small piece of land to live on, and they have huge fields that go forever. We have to buy our food, but they get to grow theirs for free. We have walls around our property to protect us, but they have a lot of friends around them to protect them. The boy's father was speechless, and then his son added, thanks, Dad, for showing me how poor we really are. Thank you for that amen. I mean, you know, the Word of God challenges us and our earthly view about money and wealth. And I'm going to be real with you this morning. Um, I was talking to the staff. God put it on my heart to preach on finances. This series is going to be called Giving Thanks. Because how many of you know we can give back better to him? Amen? He, he, we, we're, that's the goal. That's the, if we're going to give back to God, I'm giving thanks this morning for you all. But the enemy hit me hard and said, no, don't preach on money. I said, well, I said, Lord, it's been a year and a half. Like, I need your help. So who's ready to hear about finances this morning? Amen. Amen. I got a, f- a few claps. It's okay. Uh, it's going to be a long morning. It's all good. Malachi chapter 3, 8. Let's read right here. It says, will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, in what way have we robbed you? In tithes and in offerings. We're going to take a look on how to apply what the scripture teaches when it comes to our hard-earned money. The money we work for, the money we get up for, the money that we, we save. And I want to lay a foundation of what's necessary in order for God to move in your finances. This is not a sermon because the church needs your money. Um, We are entering into the holiday season and I really believe there are a lot of people who tend to hold back because of wanting to give everyone in their friend a gift, but this morning, God wants to speak to you in order for you to trust him and to continue giving your tithe and offerings that he may bless you and do more than what you could do for yourself. So I want to read Isaiah chapter 55, verse 8 through 11. I believe this is going to lay the foundation right here for what I'm going to be saying this morning. It says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, Nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain comes down and the the snow from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth and make it bring forth bud. Wait, hold on, sorry, and bud, sorry, not bud. I know somebody was excited out there for a second there. That's not marijuana. It said, and bud. That it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I, I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. God is saying, 
My ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. So my first point, and I only got two points this morning, and no, it's not going to be a short sermon, okay? Each point's about 30 minutes, so bear with me. <laughs> Number one, God thinks differently than you and I when it comes to our money. Can I get an amen? amen. He thinks differently. You know, I, I was thinking, I was, I, was, I was writing this sermon, I'm thinking, man, I, I, I was, I'm so glad somebody spoke to me in a small little church years ago about giving of my finances to God because I was talking to my wife and my 20, I was able to, I was only making $15 an hour. My wife was a stay-at-home mom. We bought our first house. We're thinking, how in the world did we do? It was God. God giving us what we needed, blessing us because we're honoring him. This morning, God is going to change someone's life this morning. I could sense it and feel it already. Amen. He says, I'm going to send my word, and when my word finds its place, it's going to accomplish what it was sent out to do. It's not going to come back void. We say it one way, God says another way. Jesus says, my ways are not your ways. We say we're important, right? God says, you're nothing without me. The world says, exalt yourself. American Idol, the voice, exalt yourself. God says, humble yourself. Amen. We say, retaliate. God says, to forgive. Our flesh says, keep. God says, give. He says, my, my ways are separate. They're different. And this could be very hard for, for us to understand because of our human mindset. But Luke chapter 16, verse 10 through 13 right here. Actually, I just read verse 10. It says, or I'll go through 13. It says, he who is faithful in what is least is faithful also in much. And he who is unjust in what is least is also unjust in much. This morning, if you've ever told yourself, I will start giving to the Lord when I get more money, it will never happen. Verse 11 says, therefore, if you have not been faithful with the unrighteous mammon, who will commit to your trust the true riches, and if you have not been faithful in what is another man's, who will give you what is your own? No servant can serve two masters, for either he will hate one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. The scripture is telling us, point number two, how you and I manage our money is a spiritual gauge of our values. How we manage our finances really is, is a teller of where we're at spiritually with God. It's a sad day when we can look at the past bank statements and we spend more on cable channels than the house of the Lord or Starbucks than the house of God. Thought I was gonna get an amen there. I need to preach on Starbucks now, wow. <laughs> or Dutch, but whatever that is, it's a sad day when we give more, when we give more to the things of this world than to the house of God. The question is, can he trust you with what you have, with what you've been given? He can't trust me if I've been unfaithful with little. But God this morning wants to bless you in such a way your friends and family We'll say, I don't understand how in the world. And you say, it wasn't me, it was God. When it all boils down to it, God the Father, Jesus Christ, the Son, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, all he wants is you to trust him by giving him your first fruits, amen? amen. And what is that? What's the first fruits? 10%. I was talking to a teenager earlier, and they're asking me, what... 
what is a tithe? What is 10%? If I make $100 this week, I don't have $100. I have $90. It's very simple. If I make $1,000 this week and I bring it home, I don't have 1000 I have $900. God gives his. It says, will a man rob God? How can you rob somebody if it doesn't belong to them? He says, it belongs to me already. Are you going to give it to me? Are you going to honor me? Will a man rob God? Before you pay anything else, are you showing God that you trust him to take care of all your needs? You know, with the price of everything going up these days, like gas, I mean, I got to say, even the tacos at Jack in the Box are going up, okay? That's crazy. You know, they used to be a 99 cents. Now it's like almost, it's like crazy. I'm just like, aren't you glad the Lord hasn't risen the t- the tithe to 15, 20%? <laughs> you know, you can see God up there. Well, um, we got to change the, you know, let's, we got to change this. Things are going up. Our God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. He don't change. This world may change, but he does not change. What an amazing thing to know that our God doesn't go by this world economy and how the stock market is doing. He doesn't. I want to go a little deeper this morning. Who's ready to go deeper with me? Who's ready? You ready to go? Let's go. Proverbs 27. I want you to turn there. Proverbs 27. We're going to go verse 23 through 27. This is going to speak to somebody here this morning. I can can feel like I sense it already. It says, be diligent to know the state of your flocks and attend to your herds. For riches are not forever, nor does a crown endure to all generations. When the hay is removed and the tender grass shows itself and the herbs of the mountains are gathered in, The lambs will provide your clothing, and the goats the price of your field. You shall have enough goat's milk for your food, for the food of your household, and the nourishment of your maidservants. One of the challenges people have experiencing true wealth is the effort it takes to manage it. As simple as this may sound, people can't be blessed sometimes because they are not diligent and faithful with what they have been given and what they have been entrusted with. And it's crazy how when things are tightened, we can can run a credit card up by faith but somehow lack the faith to generate the money necessary to pay it off. And what I mean by that is I make the mistake of running up a credit card when Dave Ramsey told me to cut it, right? Amen? So amen, wow. What I'm trying to say is we can get entrapped where, well, I, I got to pay these credit cards off first. Then I will give to the house. God says, no, 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 no. I come first. That was your mistake. Pay me first. Honor me first. Cut the credit card. And I will move on your behalf. I will open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. There will be no room enough to receive it. Honor me first. And all this becomes a problem when we don't obey to our family, to our friends. I've known people that have a lot of wealth, but they're not blessed. Stingy. Money's cursed. In our text, the illustration is of a landowner with fields and herds and the need to know what you have and what they are doing. But it's difficult because most of us have been raised in government-regulated 
fiat currency. An economy. In our text, it makes a comparison between the currency that we live in, it was called the fiat currency, and God's financial supernatural currency. The New King James Version says, verse 24, for riches are not forever, nor does a crown endure to all generations. What does that mean? The crown won't endure to all generations. It's actually comparing two types of wealth, two views of wealth. You can study this on your own time. But some commentators say the crown is a coin or the coin of, is, is, a, is a king who happens to wear a crown, who happens to be the ruler at that time that influences the economy. And so I would say it's either or. One form of coined money that is sanctioned by the government. This is known as fiat currency. This is the type of economy that you and I have lived in our entire lives, unless you've lived on a farm your whole life. It means legal tender whose value is backed by the government. At the end of the day, church, this money right here that we have is paper monopoly money. Um, so I don't really care how many Benjamins you have in the bank. At the end of the day, it's just ink on paper. This is fiat currency. And the history comes while I was reading about Sardis, one of the seven churches. Some of you already know this in Revelations, which is Turkey. And Sardis had a wealthy leader named Croesus. And it was said that he was the first one to mint coins whose face value guaranteed by the government. And then all of a sudden, most societies followed this. The U.S. dollar once was backed by gold, is no longer backed by gold. I was talking to my grandfather just a few days ago, and I'm thinking, wait, what? It's actually backed by the promise of future taxes. Uh-oh. Uh, oh, that's promising. Uh, it's fiat currency. The text says, does the crown last forever? Every generation. And the answer is, of course not. The crown does not last forever. Because these type of economies don't last. Historically, they have not lasted. And my grandfather told me about Germany in the early 1920s hyperinflation, borrowing for war and printing more money, printing more money, printing more money. Can, and he, he told me about uh, Q, uh, QE123. Money became worthless, and he explained how the wheelbarrows he remembers as a child were filled with German banknotes and money that couldn't even buy a loaf of bread. I thought about that and I said, you know, these are the type of currencies that don't last. But there's, an, there's another kind of currency that does last. There's another kind of wealth that does last. And it's the wealth of God. It's ordained in the earth. It's the power of the field. It's the power of the flock. Verse 25 and 26 explains this. The field is sown for hay, it is harvested, traded, or sold. The sheep and the goats graze on the stock and the fresh grass that grows. After that, the wool from the lambs provide clothing and income. The goat provide money from the milk to pay the mortgage on the property. And we have this other currency from God, and he says, does the crown last forever? No. But what lasts forever is God's economy, is God's provision, is God's promise. And this doesn't mean we quit our jobs and buy a farm. 
That's not what I'm saying here, church. We're missing the point if that's what we get. True wealth comes from us exchanging, exchanging this fiat currency, exchanging it from crown money saying, God, this is yours. Exchanging it for seed. Exchanging it for his promise. For his currency. As God's people, when we steward the wealth that we've been given, when we look diligently, like the scripture says, at our flock, at our field. How many of those shepherds in those days, they, they named their sheep. I don't know about you, but I've seen many sheep, and they all look the same to me. They do. Ever seen a sheep? I mean, the lights are on, but nobody's home. You know? And what's even crazier is God compares us to sheep. He says, you were, you were sheep. I, but he says, the, the sheep, they know my voice. And, and the Lord this morning is, is ask, calling you. He's not asking. He's, it's a command. Will a man rob God? Second Corinthians 9, 6 says, But this I say, he who, spares, who, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. So let each one give as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a what? Cheerful giver. This is the way to experience true wealth right here. Is when we exchange the temporary like my grandpa said, the fiat currency for God's currency. I know two plus two equals four. And I need five. And I'm already behind. And pastor, I don't know what you're talking, but I, don't, I, I cannot give. Of, I, can't, I, I just can't right now. How many know in God's economy, 10 minus three can equal 10,000? God says, my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. It's supernatural. I close with the promise right here. Verse 26, it says, the lambs will provide your clothing and the goats the price of a field. You shall have enough goat's milk for your food, for the food of your household, and the nourishment of your maidservants. Church, with our faith and obedience and God's multiplying power, we will have enough for all our needs, for all our financial obligations, and what's even better, we will have enough left over to give to others. And when I speak about blessings, this is not a give to get rich sermon, because that's not why I give. That's not why we give, amen? There are more to blessings than just money. How about the peace of mind, the peace of God, knowing that he will take care of you and take care of all your needs? To me, that's far more worth, far more than what money could buy. This morning, church, can we give thanks? Can we give thanks? I had somebody ask me, Pastor, if I get a bonus, do, is, do I, any increase we get, I want to challenge you, church, any increase you get, any increase you get, this is not so the staff can go to Hawaii. This is not why I'm preaching this. I'm not preaching miracle water. This is for you this morning. Someone's going to walk out of here and God is going to supernaturally bless your life because you're going to honor him with your hard-earned money. I don't care what the world says. I don't care what the fiat currencies go. I don't care what the... Honor God with what you have, with what he has given you. Your vehicle, 
your house, your apartment, your home. Honor God with what you have. And he will open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. There'll be no room for you, for you to receive. Amen, church? Amen. Let's bow our heads this morning. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for your patience. Amen. This morning, um, the sermon was obviously on finances, but maybe you're here this morning and you're not right with Jesus. Jesus is not living in your life. Uh, maybe this morning um, you haven't been obeying God when it comes to your finances. Whatever it is this morning, we want to give you an opportunity to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, to come into your heart, to start new, to start fresh, um, and say, God, I, I want the blessings. I, I, I've been doing this on my own, and I can no longer do that. That's you this morning. You want to receive Jesus to be your Lord and Savior. You want him to come into your life. I'm going to have my brother Matt come and pray a prayer uh, this morning as heads bowed and eyes are closed. And after he does that, um, we're going to sing out a chorus this morning. And then I'll have him dismiss us this morning. If that's you this morning, all head bowed, all eyes closed. No one's looking around. Between you and God, you say, Pastor, I need to receive Jesus to be my Lord and Savior. What a privilege and honor it is that Matt this morning can lead you through a prayer. And I would encourage you to repeat the prayer after him. If you're listening online or if you're uh, listening to our interpreter this morning, um, I encourage you to do, do the same this morning. You don't want to leave this place. Um, we are not guaranteed tomorrow. You don't want to leave here wishing you would have accepted the Lord. He's knocking at your heart's door this morning. The question is, will you let him in? Amen. Brother, if you want to just go ahead and do that. Father God, I thank you for the provision you have given me. The mercy that I did not earn. The mercy that requires only my faith in you and your promise to receive. I acknowledge that my sin has led me from you. That I have contributed to the brokenness of this world. But that you and your infinite grace and mercy have provided a way out for me. I accept this gift by accepting Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, by agreeing to follow him, and to put my faith in you, and your provision, and your mercy. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Brother, if you could stay there. Stand with me, church, as we sing out this chorus. It's your breath in our lungs. It's your breath in our lungs, so we pour out our praise, pour out our praise. It's your breath in our lungs, so we pour out our praise to you only. Great are you. Give life, you give life, you are love, you bring light to the darkness, you give hope, you restore every heart that is broken. Great are you. It's your breath in our lungs, so we pour out our praise, pour out our praise. It's your breath in our lungs, so we pour out our praise to you, holy. 
not only this morning do we pour, pour out our praise with our voice, but I believe God this morning has spoken to somebody. You're going to pour out your praise when it comes to your purse and your wallet. Amen. You're going to pour it out. There are people I've seen go in a cycle and a circle all through life, never experiencing true breakthrough when it comes to their finances. And they think it's because they don't have a college degree. But I've seen people with no college degree experience true breakthrough and they were able to bless everyone around them. And God is working in their life because of the simple gospel of just honoring his word. Amen. Who wants to honor him with me this morning? Amen. Amen. Be blessed this morning. I want to encourage you now. Now, I'm, I'm afraid to say this a bit, but as I say, I have to, I have to obey, I have to obey the voice of the Lord. Come next week. The giving series. We're going to go deeper. Who's ready to go deeper? It's going to be good. It's going to be good. I'm telling you, don't miss it. Don't miss it. It's it's life changing. Let's bow our heads as our brother dismisses us this morning. Be blessed this morning. Be blessed this beautiful Sunday. I'm so excited to see what God is going to do. Amen. Thank you. Lord, we ask that you would be here with us, with everybody in this room and everybody watching online. That you would continue to show us your grace and mercy, that undeserved love that we have received from you in the life, work, death, and resurrection of your son. We ask that we would be able to be lights for you in this world, showcase off your blessings, and to recognize them in front of us. In your son's precious name we pray, amen.